This dude is so right, it's scary. Goddamn, take me, I'm yours. I've never had a partner actually care about me like that in a scene, and I've given up on trying to experience it. That's sad. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. If you step more into dominance, you have a lot more responsibility. I know that when someone's submitting their body to me, now I have to be really conscious, really aware of how she's feeling, and I can't be attached to the outcome that I think I want. If, let's say, I put the wrist thing on you, I would have, I'm watching your reactions. If I'd seen fear or suddenly, like, you're uncomfortable, I wouldn't have gone, oh, well, we're going to finish the thing because I want to do the thing. And I would check in and go, okay, do you feel safe or would you like me to re- release you right now? It's that I'm doing that for your pleasure, and I'm aware that it can shift it and change at any time. A woman can give consent and then suddenly not want to do the thing anymore or she can be totally into it and then get into her head or something can trigger something, a, a bad memory or something. So you have to be super conscious. You can't just lose yourself in the like, I'm a wild dom dude, I'm going to hit chicks and do stuff because then you'll make mistakes and then you can cause damage and trauma. This video, 600k views, lots and lots of comments about the responsibility of the dominant. I can't be attached to the outcome that I want, quote from the, from the clip, with 10,000 likes. I'm going to assume mostly from the ladies. When he said a woman can give consent and then don't want to do the thing anymore, paraphrasing me, he won the world. I win. The times he notices my reaction and responds this way means next time I'm able to go deeper and harder because of trust. That trust, connection, and attentiveness is what makes kink so good. So healing to hear a man understand this, it is possible to understand with such nuance. After putting out this clip, I got quite a number of DMs, and one particular from a forensic nurse, I think she was, from the States, who was talking about how it's become very common for women to come in with injuries as a result of BDSM play with many very inexperienced people. All right, so a lot of like young folk, you know, who watch Fifty Shades of Grey or are aware of this stuff now because it's kind of part of the general zeitgeist or it's, it's out there. And a lot of couples are experimenting with bondage, domination, submission, kink in general. Which is cool. It's good that you know people are exploring their sexualities. But obviously, as we step into this kind of dynamic, things become a lot more charged. It becomes a lot more high voltage. And the potential for pleasure and pain and trauma increases. So the point here that a lot of women are saying is like that they are, they are into being dominated. Like they do want a man who is dominant. They do want to experience different kinky and wild things. They do want to explore their fantasies. But it has to be done safely. And a common problem for the immature or uneducated dominant, the guy that's trying to do this, is he misunderstands the whole premise. He thinks that it means I dominate, therefore I do whatever I want, and she is my object at my disposal. And because she's a submissive, or she said that she would like this or we intuit this in some kind of way, it's the complete surrender and her just allowing me to do whatever I want. Yeah, she's going to get off on that because of something, something submission women like to submit to men. They only wish to submit to a man if they've, unless, you know, unless they have real issues where maybe they're using the man to self-harm, which can be a thing. You know, there can be occasionally women or men who want to explore this kind of stuff really as, as an expression of self-hatred. But that is statistically no more prevalent in the kink community than it is in the normal community. Yeah, there are people with problems and mental illness and sometimes they try to get abused in some kind of way to try and resolve that in some, some kind of way. 
But for the most part, this is play. It's fun. People have fantasies. Women enjoy feeling the power, the masculine expression, the uncertainty, the excitement of what's going to happen when they relinquish control to a man. But the, the key point that I make in this video here is that I cannot be attached to the outcome that I think I have in mind. Right, this is really important to keep in mind. Right, So as a, as a dom, right, like a man who is dominating, yeah, you need to be a planner and a creator. Right, so yes, okay, I, I am aware of, you know, do I have my tools ready? And there's this thing which I'm going to attempt now. I'm going to restrain her in some kind of way with handcuffs or with silks or, you know, with my, just with my hands holding her down or whatever. And that I'm checking in with her. Ideally, you will be setting up a situation that if you are doing a kink scene, that you set safe words, right? Simple ones. Red means everything stops, no matter what. Orange means she's on the edge and she wants you to back off, maybe check in with her. Green is implied, you know, you don't need to, she doesn't need to be screaming, green, 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 oh, green, green. No, it's like, okay, the green is implied, but giving her a way to modulate or, or giving her a, a simple safe word like mercy or pause or please, sir, you know, whatever it is, please, sir, I need a break, right? So giving her permission and instructing her in ways that she can uh, modulate the play is really important. But uh, sometimes people won't. They, don't, they feel scared or they're, they're in some kind of trance state or they don't really know how to express things or they're worried about your ego and, and not wanting to offend you. And so it is up to you as the dominant to hold a bird's eye view, to, to be responsible for the scenario because that's what you're taking on board, right? As you become more dominant, you have more responsibility, not you have more license to just do whatever you want without a care in the world or without thinking about the effect on the person. That is a bad dominant and that is right on the edge of abuse and can easily tip over into something where it creates a traumatic experience for somebody, even if you didn't mean to, you know, even if it was just out of sheer ignorance. So this is this ability to check in and go, okay, I am, the thing I'm going to do is say, come here, put your wrists out. And then I take my wrist cuffs, for example, or I hold up and you know, I apply the thing. But if I note that she tenses up or she pulls away or she's like her breathing gets really shallow, then I'll check in because, you know, that might mean she's excited and, and a little scared in a good way, or it can mean that she suddenly feels uncomfortable with relinquishing control. You like that? You want me to let you go or you want some more, right? So these little sexy check-ins, which is basically ongoing consent, means that, you know, if, I, if, she, if she gives any indication where she's like, oh, I'm not sure or I feel something, then you say, okay, relax, let's try something else. Come and give me a cuddle or whatever. And I shift the dynamic. I'm not attached to the outcome. Yeah, I'm a planner. I'm a creator. There's things I'm going to lead her through. And very often she will want to follow. Right? If the thing that you're doing shows that you are competent, that it's for both of your pleasure, right? that you are stepping into this clear role of sensual and caring dominant, then most likely she's going to want to completely submit and then she'll be like, yes, sir, absolutely to most of the things. But there will be moments where she gets in her head, where suddenly she feels a bit triggered by a past event. Suddenly she feels a little bit unsafe. Suddenly she's decided that uh, she thought she wanted this as a fantasy, but now it's becoming a reality. It's too much for her. Or she needs a bit more time or she needs some more care or she needs to feel safer or more appreciated, right? Like there's all these different things that can go on in someone's psychology, especially when they're surrendering their body to you, right? It's a very vulnerable position to put themselves in. So take care that if you want to become a dominant male, which is an awesome thing and so many women wish to have it, as you see in these kinds of comments, they're screaming out for this type of guy, not the guy that's abusive or selfish or attached to an ABC sequence of things he thinks are awesome in bed. No, the guy that 
creates space, takes the lead, takes her on a journey and cares about her at the same time and can check in with her is, you know, in many ways, the ultimate sex partner. So if you want to become that, then you're going to have to take on more responsibility and more empathy. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Do you like to be spanked? I do. I actually love to be spanked. Asking him to spank me sometimes feels right. Because I would say that actually a few guys are really shy to do that. I don't know why. But because they don't, because they think that it's abusive or they don't want to hurt you, probably. But it does not hurt. It makes you feel good. Honestly, it turns on like so much when you ask for it. Do you find most men know how to spank, or have you had bad spanking, for example? Oh, sometimes it goes to the wrong place. Yeah. Like you have to hit the booty, not the lower back. Yeah. Even for myself, if I touch it, I know where I would want it. And it's kind of like on the lower parts of your booty. It's not on the upper part. Depends on the position. Yes, it does, but like, you know, you do want it like... Yeah, under the cheek and then around the pocket. Yeah, like you have to hit it right. And it's not a hard thing to do. This last clip, nearly a million views, got some debate going on between the ladies and the men. So ladies say, ladies say, this dude is so right, it's scary. I love a good spanking, but it's so true. Most guys can't get it right. I find they often are really timid and afraid to hurt you. Hmm. I've asked so many times and he doesn't disappointing. I do, but I need a man who is willing. All right. So lots of ladies saying that, yes, they want to be spanked. And often the men won't do it or don't know how to do it. Uh, Some of the male comments, these submission women are just lazy in bed. (laughs) These submission women. Yeah, dude. No, no, no. That's a total misunderstanding of it. It's like the idea of, of being submissive is that like the just woman lays there. No, it's, it's, it's a dynamic and a role play. Anyway, she want equality, but not in bed. What, what's the point of that, guys? Like, we, we, go, we jump from women often like being spanked to stuff about gender, politics, and equality. It's like, let's keep the uh, politics out of the bedroom and actually explore what people like. This guy's an asshole. I often kick them in the face before I penetrate them hard and dry. If you laughed at that, you need to... It's not technically funny. He's an asshole. Uh, and I'm going to assume that that's just trolling. I should have found a, a female version of that one. There's assholes of both genders, but that guy's a dick. All right. Spanking is stupid. It's no way to treat a normal woman. We'll deal with that in a moment. The only reason a man doesn't do anything sexually is because it doesn't turn him on to do it. Maybe, maybe not. So what can we see here is that, you know, obviously there are plenty of men who do enjoy spanking a woman and know, know why and how to do it. And there are also women who don't like it. But... This is one of these sex acts, which is commonly misunderstood, particularly by men. So as you can see from some of the male comments here, guys thinking that, you know, only an abnormal woman would wish to be spanked, that this is abusive, that this is just you hurting someone. Why would someone want to be hurt? Well, there must be something wrong with them. Over my lifetime, I've talked to many lovers and friends, women about many topics, but, you know, it's come up this kind of thing about spanking and i've had a number of particularly female friends talk about lovers and boyfriends they had who wouldn't do this kind of thing who wouldn't apply impact to her in any kind of way be rough throw her around give her a spank 
choking, lots of different kind of individual things, but the commonality between them is that they're applying force. Now, it's understandable that if you don't like the idea personally of being spanked or choked or thrown around, that and if someone was doing that to you, then you would feel bad and it would feel abusive and you're an empathetic person and you care about your lover and, and women, that you would think, okay, well, I don't want to do that to a woman. Like, I don't want to hurt her. As Emily said in this clip, it doesn't hurt when it's when it's done well. And that's something you need to understand about, particularly about spanking, is that it's not designed to hurt. Bad spanking hurts. Right? There is there is a whole technical toolkit, and I'm going to be releasing videos soon showing you how to do that. There is very specific ways that we need to apply a spank over the correct areas with a relaxed wrist, with a dispersal of force and so on. Like there is, if I hit with a wooden kind of flat, rigid hand, then yeah, I can, it's not going to be excruciating, but it's going to bruise or just be like a lump of wood clocking on her, which is not pleasant. But a good spank, what does it do actually? A number of things. Firstly, there is a psychological aspect to it, right? Where it's like, yeah, I'm taking command of your body and I'm hitting you, but it doesn't hurt, right? It creates like a, a, a momentary sting, creates a bit of a psychological and physical shock, but it's not designed to, designed to be painful. It shows that I'm in charge, that I'm dominant. A lot of women, I mean, I, I, I can't even give you the exact reasons why, because they'll be slightly different for different women. But overall, it's to feel a man's power and force, to like be objectified in a, in a sexy, kind of nasty, dirty way, to be a bit of his toy Right? These, these are some of the aspects that tie into the psychology of why spanking feels good. Then there is the literal physical effect that it has. If you do spanking correctly, it creates shockwaves. Right? So it sends this pulse through the pelvis and into the, the vagina. Right? So the vagina is not just a hole. It's a very complex extended organ system with you know, millions and millions of nerve endings that thread throughout the pelvis in different ways. So when I'm starting to apply rhythmic, repetitive, and correct vibration through her pelvis, then this absolutely can and very often does activate her pussy, right? Gets her wet, turns her on. I have met women who can actually come literally just from spanking. Not every woman, but almost all women who like it get aroused by it, right? So this is, you know, some of these things where we just have to accept that the other side, the other gender or our partner is into different things than we are. And if they're giving us indications, telling us that they, they want this, or if you give them a little love tap and you say like that, she's like, yes, please, right? accept it for what it is. It's not your job to be her psychologist and decide that it's something to do with twisted childhood traumas. It's very often not. It just feels good. It's fun. She enjoys it. It activates her body. She feels your power. Uh, it's naughty. It's a little bit taboo, right? Like there's all sorts of things that can be tied in with that. Or maybe it's part of some kind of fantasy role play where there is a clear uh, difference between the roles, right? Where you are the dominant authority figure, take your pick, you know, teacher, cop, naughty priest, um, you know, whatever, whatever boss, whatever like archetypal role play we might be playing. And she's playing the reciprocal of that. And that there's this dynamic of like transgression, she did something naughty and she needs to be punished and then she get, gets forgiven again. Like it's a very common theatrical trope that happens in, in fantasy role plays, right? That they're almost to the point where they become cliches, but that's for a reason because a lot of people are into them. So look, one of those comments like where the guy says, if a man doesn't do something, it's just because it doesn't turn him on. 
it's absolutely okay and necessary for you to have your own personal limits. There are certain things I've had requested of me by women that I chose not to do because it was pushing beyond what I felt was ethical or I felt comfortable with. Yes, you don't have to do every single thing that uh, any partner wants just because they want it in the same way that neither does she. But often the, the reason is not necessarily it doesn't turn the man on, it's that he doesn't know why he would be doing that. Or he has a misconception and thinks that she would never like this. Or my girl, this type of girl, would never do that kind of thing because she's a good girl. You'll be very, very surprised about the naughty, spicy things that are in the minds of uh, apparent good girls. I've said this many times before. There are not two types of females in the species, right? There is, they're not divided genetically into the slutty wild like spanking ones and the virginal nice only missionary position under circumstances of marriage good girls. No, there are women, female mammals, human beings with a wide variety of desires, sexual fantasies, sensual needs, emotional needs, and so on. And if you've decided that, you know, you only do these five things, then you'll just be limited in terms of how much you're going to see of the other person's sexuality, how much they feel like they can trust or, or open up to you. Because if you've got those kinds of attitudes where, you know, there's something wrong with women who like this, or it's only, it's, it's abusive or whatever, you express that to her in some kind of way, what is her choices? She kind of just has to shut down her sexuality into a much smaller box and only show you slivers of it. Or if she feels like that's not good enough for her, then she's going to move on to someone who will fulfill her sexual fantasies or try to anyway. So I think it's much better to be a sexual explorer, to be open-minded and non-judgmental as best you can, and to note when things trigger you and where you make assumptions. Because if you're making these assumptions, they're based on, on your perceptions. They're not really the complete reality. Why not find out? Why not discuss with a woman? If, re if you're really confused about it, then sincerely talk to her. Say, listen, you know, for me, I don't think I would like this. I'm just not sure why you like it. Does it feel good? Or can you tell me about what it is? And then she'll give you some expression about that. It just feels good. I need it. It helps me get out of my head. It makes me lose control. It turns me on. It makes my pussy wet. Whatever. You know, like any combination of those things. And if you can do something which is not damaging, it's not when done well, and even if it's done occasionally badly, it's just a bit uncomfortable. Right? You're not going to break anyone by clonking them on the, on the butt bone and just be a bit uncomfortable. Work on your technique, get your form down, but have an understanding that, yeah, this is part of being a dominant male and it's, and it's very, very common that women like this. Like in terms of the kind of kinky play that most women will be open to, spanking is right at the top of the list. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, there'll be plenty of women who don't like to be choked or don't want to be restrained by all four limbs and this, or, you know, don't want hot wax or whatever, like some specific things they don't like, but so many. Uh, you know, I don't want to give an exact percentage on it, but it's, it's in the 80% plus women who like this kind of thing. So if you decide that all these submission women are lazy, <laughs> that, you're not going to, uh, that you're not going to explore this because you've made a, a arbitrary decision about what it means, then you're just going to miss out on lots of the fun. So there you have it, gents, a little snapshot into the minds of many different types of women from around the world. And when I was looking through all these comments, you know, I had a look at some of the profiles, uh, many of them actually. And this is all types, like, you know, married older ladies, younger women, models, definitely not models, uh, you know, kinky chicks, vanilla chicks, ladies from all around the world, right? So this is the demographic spread of, this, of these comments, uh, extremely wide. And it's been really fascinating to see, okay, yeah, this is when women have got a chance to express themselves and talk about what then usually what they're not getting and what they wish they would be getting, it's out there. 
So you can take from this what you will. You can, sure, you could decide in one point, ah, this is too hard. Women are sexually lazy or it's too confusing or they want you to read their mind or this is just women whinging or what about men or, you know, we have our own problems and stuff as well. Yeah, okay, all of that can be legitimate or we can look at it again, take it away from the political or away from the, the grand scheme of the interplay between the genders and look at it at the personal, what's going on for you and women. The main takeaway I, I got from this was that there's just not enough men out there who care who have educated themselves and who really want to get good at sex, right? And that there are so many women who are craving it. And, you know, I can tell you from the DMs that I've been getting, saucy DMs, that uh, there's a lot of advantage in becoming a man who knows what he's doing sexually, right? There's the technical skill sets to learn. Very just as importantly, there is the communication skill sets Right, to be able to actually express and have dialogue and find out what a woman wants and what she doesn't like and how to modulate between those, how to and and also how to express about yourself to her as well. So we both parties get to explore what they really, really want. And if you're the type of guy that is willing to drop his ego a little bit and learn and grow and become, you know, one of this rare percentage of men, then the world is your sexy oyster. Right? You the best way to keep high quality women in your life is to blow their minds in the bedroom and, you know, other stuff, you know, take them out, have some fun, you know, be good people together, all that other stuff. But it is such a glue in relationships and, and so many relationships end because of sexual dissatisfaction in some kind of way. You know, very commonly why people cheat or why they get frustrated and leave or why there's a lot of conflict in relationships is that it hasn't been resolved in the bedroom. It's fr someone's frustrated. Someone's not getting their sexual needs met. The arousal, like paces of the different partners are so out of sync that it just doesn't seem to work. And there is no ongoing exploration or study to try and fix this. Take the time, be the man that actually gives a shit enough to learn, and you will get tenfold or multiples fold back from the women that you're with. Women in general, want to be devoted to a man. They want to please a man. They want to show him how sexy and wild and crazy they can be in bed. But it's really hard for her to do that if you don't create the space where it's okay for her to do that. The man is the activating principle. The man is the one that creates the container in the space. The man mostly is the one that is leading and opening, right? Then if you do that, the woman will play her role absolutely, right? She will be the lightness. She will be the expression and the improvisation. She will give you her feminine energy in boundless ways. Not about you, but I think there is almost nothing better than having that experience of being with a woman who is completely into you, devoted, screaming your name, wild and breathless, that you have taken her to ecstasy and beyond. It's not about crazy porn star fucking or knowing a hundred different secret techniques. It's about knowing the good stuff, the simple stuff, the effective stuff, and being able to communicate and being able to calibrate and shift to the needs of the moment and to the individual woman and to be able to create a narrative flow of, a, of an erotic journey together in a sexual you know, experience and then being able to seal it off and bring yourselves back to downregulate to, okay, we're two humans who are cuddling or chilling out together afterwards. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.